God had promised to give the land to the children of Israel on the other side of Jordan from where they were. They had been in Egypt. Now they're going to go across Jordan and take the land for their possession that God had provided for them. These are enemies of God who live on the other side of Jordan. So they will have to do battle against the enemies of God to be able to possess the land promised to them by God. But they will not fail because God has promised it to them and not just to them, he promised it to Abraham four or five hundred years ago. As they came close to the River Jordan, they had battle with one of the enemies of God and ended up possessing their land. And it says in Numbers 32, verse 1, Now the children of Reuben and the children of Gad had a very great multitude of cattle. And when they saw the land of Jazir, the land of Gilead, that behold, the place was good for cattle. So they asked Moses to give them that land as their possession. At first, Moses was angry with them because he thought they were not going to go across Jordan and fight the battles of Israel to help the other tribes of Israel inherit their land on that side of Jordan, but that was not really their intention. And they said they would go with the other tribes of Israel and fight with them to help them possess their inheritance on the other side of Jordan. Then this was agreeable with all the children of Israel. The one parallel that I see in this story is that in the New Testament church today, we help all the people that we come across who have faith in God. We help them possess the land where they live, possess the jobs, possess their own families, deal with problems in their life. We do not back off from helping any person who has the Spirit of God in him. I see a, a parallel between this. And I also see scriptures that show us to help them. One day recently, I became discouraged. And I just, I really wanted to quit and not deal with the people I deal with in the church. Because we do become discouraged sometimes. And as I was thinking, I'd really like to kill them. The Holy Spirit said to me, or you could provoke them to love and good works. I started laughing. I said, yes, that's true. And I started writing an exhortation. So we help the New Testament church today. 
as we exhort them and build them in the Word of God. They move into their place on this earth. Every location is given them by God, and God sets the exact times they will live in those places. Acts 17.26 tells us this. And God made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed. God chose the times that we live in those places on this earth and the bounds of their habitation. God chooses the exact places that we will live and the times we will live in those cities or places. Acts 17, 26. And in the Bible, we are instructed. Hebrews 10. Let us draw near with a true heart and in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Ezekiel 36, God says for the New Testament church, He will put His heart into us and give us His own Spirit so that we will obey him and do good works for each other. Let us draw near with a true heart, not with hypocrisy, not pretending, but with a true heart, sharing that which God has done in our lives to help us. For the truth encourages others in God. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Not that we're so faithful, but that he's faithful. That promises us. And because he's faithful, we can have courage to be faithful. Verse 24, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That's exactly what I heard from the Holy Spirit when I was discouraged recently. When I wanted to kill them, he says, Or you could provoke them unto love and good works. And I started laughing and said, yeah, that's, that's right. Giving up my own way and preferences in order to do God's way. We share scriptures and things God has helped us with in our lives. And we encourage one another by sharing with those who are born of the Spirit of God, 
wherever we find them, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Now, we might live thousands of miles from the other person, but by what we write and speak, we encourage them and edify them in things of God, even though they live in another city far away, even though we've never even met them. They are encouraged when we share that which has happened, that which God has done for us. So in verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, assemble yourselves with the people who have the Spirit of God as you have the Spirit of God. So he says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting, giving advice and warning to others in the body of Christ or to others even not in the body of Christ. And so much the more, as ye see the day of the Lord approaching, because the devil will have great wrath at the end of this world. We see it all the time as people pick up guns and go out and kill other people without even knowing them, just because they're angry, throwing away their own life and destroying lives of other people. We help others as we share things of God, what he has done, what he has said. This gives each other courage to continue, knowing that God will never fail us nor forsake us, we share the victories given to us when God gives us a word of exhortation as we deal with our own problems. Philemon verse 5 That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.